The first one of 2023. Hey, hey. Kimmy's back. I'm back. It's the Mad Hatter Show's live podcast. It's happening right now. Yeah, 2023. This is our year. Yeah, it is. It, it probably is. That's uh, that's where we're at. We've already had so much stuff happening. For those of you that are tuning in now, for that you got notified, or you're you're streaming this even after it's not live anymore, and you're watching it later because you're following somebody we're interviewing later. Mad Hatter Shows is a national entertainment company. We last year actually went to the southwest and to the northwest and to the southeast and kind of northeast. Uh, like Pennsylvania counts, right? Like that's. Yeah, it does. I was raised in the northeast yeah. and I was raised in Pennsylvania. Right. So We're not New England and, and West Coast yet, but we are expanding. We are all over, not just the Midwest. And we put on unique shows, comedy and music and special events. Yeah, yeah, it's all good stuff. It's good stuff, and and so this is basically letting you know what's coming and, and letting you in on some of the inside secrets and some of the backstories of the folks we work with. Yeah, absolutely, and getting exclusive chat times with people you love. So Exactly. And we can pretend that we hung out during the holidays, which we did we not. Totally, I, I made you homemade eggnog again. Yeah. That's Only I always spike his a little too heavy. So yeah, For the best of friends. Actually, what happened was uh, she she did not even show up to either of our New Year's Eve shows. But I want to show the New Year's Eve shows pictures here because we started out the year incredibly with Mad Hatter shows. Um, you could have picked one. Fun. I was up, in New goes. York City. I apologize. Yeah, that's fine. But uh, <laughs> Mad Hatter does not uh, take time off for the holidays. We uh, we work straight through. If you look there, um, Steve Heitner, I had worked with him the two nights before that. Uh, New Year's Eve show at the Irving Theater. He had Devin Glass with him there and also Riot. And then on the right side there, uh, it was me and Bobcat Goldthwait. Uh, and uh, Dustin Coles, the other comedian that was mm-hmm. on that night. We were in Hobart, Indiana, uh, about mm-hmm. three hours north uh, for that. So we broke in the new year. I've been uh, privy to see Bobcat direct a few times, actually, in L.A. He was doing, I think, maybe St. Vincent and maybe Adam Sandler. I think I watched him direct those two maybe nice it could be i don't know all of his acting projects he's had several uh same thing with directing but mm-hmm. uh um, off stage a very nice guy mm-hmm. you know he's kind of cocky and a bully on stage off stage <laughs> he's like the most gentle guy you will ever meet he's just like the nicest guy and uh we're trying to get some more dates so hopefully that happens yeah. uh we would love to bring him to to more shows here steve too um we're going to try to get them uh, on the podcast uh, down the road so you never know who we're going to get uh, but that's how we started the year. And then in 2023, our first show was in Lafayette. Um, and every time that I bring up this person's name, I remember you on the podcast because you said his name in a sing-songy way. Kostaki. Remember the last oh, name? Oh, Amopoulos. Uh, no, remind me. Economopolis. You, you did it during the, the thing. Economopolis. The... Economopolis. There we go. Economopolis. Anyway, I took a video like, <laughs> I don't know, 10 minutes before the show started, and we got that in the background here. We were at the, the Lafayette Eagles Aries, and we, uh, we tested the, the limit for how many people we could fit in there. Uh, 200 plus there, the little lodge in Lafayette. They, uh, they've never had that many for a comedy show, and that's, uh, that's how we started the year. So Were they a rowdy bunch? They were, they were decent. They liked me, too. I oh, sold a lot good. of shirts. Yeah, it was great. It was I wore your shirt to bed again the other night. Did you? I do. I smile every time I take it out. I'm like, you're not just the fluffer. 
You have my heart. That's sweet. That's sweet. We should hang out more in 2023 and not just Absolutely. pretend while we're back here. Absolutely. I promise. When I'm in town, we can make arrangements to do something fun. Awesome. We have three separate guests coming up tonight, which is not normally what happens. Normally, it's two. Um, and and we had three guests together with the Hodge Twins, remember, and C-Snacks? Like, we're all yeah, together. Yeah, that was in the fun. Front. And we had... Uh, D- uh, DJ versus drums, uh, they were together, and then Leroy Biggs showed up. So for a minute, there was three on there, but mm-hmm. this is the first time we've had three people call in. Um, so hopefully that goes off without a hitch Hooray. and everything goes well. Uh, while we're waiting on our first guest to call in, there's another really exciting show that's coming on February the 4th. And see if uh, we can get that picture up on the screen here. See if you recognize these guys. Uh, hints. <laughs> hints. Uh, they were in a movie that came out in the early 2000s that was very popular. Called? The uh, the guy, the short one in the picture, uh, was in, we were encouraged to vote for him. Pedro? Pedro, that's him. <laughs> Can you, 20 years later. Uh, no This way. is Napoleon Dynamite. No. That's very I cool, right? this. So February 4th in Louisville at the Louisville uh, Municipal Auditorium, I think it's called. Um, We're actually going to show that movie on the big screen again. Oh, fine. These guys are going to come out. I'm going to interview them. And then the crowd's going to get a chance to ask questions as well. And if you want to pay for the meet and greet, you can get a photo in with those three gentlemen as well. So that might be something for you to consider. That's awesome. I was living in Northern California, and I saw that movie twice in theater. Nice. Twice. And then 20 years later, you did not recognize them. No. So this is, uh, I'm going to tell them, my co-host thinks you aged poorly. That's, uh, I can't tell. Oh, what is, they're all handsome. In the movie, they're all, like, like ridiculous looking. So Yeah, um, absolutely. There's, you know, there's uh, people, people age, and, and, they, and they clean up for their promo photos. Yeah, they're studs. <laughs> Actually, uh, was in the presence of John Heater uh, a few weeks ago um, at Steel City Con, but I was just like, I'm going to be working with him later. I can't approach him as a fan yet, but I listened in a little bit on the panel, and I've stole some ideas for what I'm going to be asking when we're getting on there. So that's going to be really cool. You can go to madhattershows.com. Um, if you're anywhere near Louisville, this would be a great thing to, to check out. Watch the movie. Uh, ask questions for your you know, your favorite cast members there um, on the show. And see the movie on the big screen again, because not everybody like Kimmy saw it twice in the theater. Like I didn't even hear of it while I was in theater, so it was, it was later for me. Well, I definitely saw it on the cheap Tuesday night, and then somehow I was there again that same weekend. Somebody else brought me. Yeah, yeah, just you're bragging about all the dates you got in 2003. Just it never stops. Never stops. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have fun tonight. We're going to have fun. Uh, So if some of our old favorites are, are coming back in 2023... We got some shows with a guy that's, after May, he's taken a year off he's advertising. But Ginger Billy's going to be back with Mad Hatter shows for some select dates. We're going to have him in Henderson, Kentucky. Uh, We're going to have him in uh, Fort Smith, Arkansas, Wichita, Kansas. And uh, fingers crossed, it's not officially announced yet, but one other date in the South. uh, But uh, hopefully by the next podcast I can announce that. So Ginger Billy's going to be coming up. I think we have a, a video for those of you who don't know who Ginger Billy is. Uh, you can actually uh, can go, oh, it's that guy. Because a lot of our people we work with are like, they don't always know the names. Yeah, exactly. Steve Heitner, I worked with him. Like, people were just like, are you that guy? And he's like, yeah, that's me. I'm that it's, guy. Yeah, I'm that, that guy. Are you? And, and they, a lot of them know Kenny Banya instead of actually his real name. Uh, so not everybody knows mm-hmm. Ginger Billy, but a lot of them know 
that, that's that guy. That's the that's the guy there. So that guy. Yeah, absolutely. He'll bring Brandon Rainwater with him. We love working with those folks. Yeah. Um, there may or may not be a plastic fist at the uh, at the, the next show. That's, <laughs> That's something every year wants. This is how you get just thousands and thousands of views. Is 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 you know, you get crazy like that. So that doorbell. This is like like uh, I, I think the people at home can hear the doorbell too. It's almost like oh, we're on PBS, that. like a Yay. Mr. Rogers neighborhood. It looks like we have our first guest tonight. So let's bring him up uh, live. Can you hear us? Hello. Yeah. Bees has got his Bucky's shirt on. All right, I like you already. <laughs> Man, I've been to seven different Bucky's. That's a lot for a guy from Alabama. I had never been to one until like uh, working with Chris Catan in Lexington, and I actually like drove an extra forty-five minutes south just to go to a Bucky's that's like down there in Kentucky, and I was not disappointed. I, I got gas at like pump one thirty-five, and. Uh, <laughs> And I got like some some tacos and some some water brands I'd never heard of before, and some jerky. Like it was just like it was one stop shop, just ridiculous in the middle of the night. So hey, it was packed, wasn't it? Well, it was late at night, but there was still way too many people for a truck stop at two in the morning. Yeah, that was it was there was a lot of people there, but they didn't have the the actual like nobody was in a beaver outfit walking around. So I was I had oh, to go back during the day. Oh, dude, that's ri- what a ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> So this is Kimmy. I'm Neil. Uh, we work with Mad Hatter Shows. I'll be with awesome. you uh, on your dates with us coming up in Kentucky, but you're making your debut with our brand. So uh, tell everybody who you are, if they don't recognize you here. Who, who are you? Well, I'm Killer Bees, the comedian. I have been in the uh, comedy business 41 years Whoa. and uh, doing stand-up 41 years. I live in Mobile, Alabama because I'm rich. Uh, And also, I'm in my seventh season on the Discovery Channel hit series, Moonshiners. So, uh, thank goodness I did not do my homework growing up, or I would have ended up with a job somewhere. And that does kill. We were just talking about people that you don't always know their name. You know, but you're like, there's oh. that guy, and people are like, that's the moonshiner, right? Like, you get that sometimes where people are pointing and they don't, they don't, they don't know what to oh, call yeah. you. Yeah, and my real name is Truett Beasley, and the way I came up with the Killer Bee stage name, you know how people will abbreviate your last name, so they call me Bees since I was a little bitty, and when I started doing stand up back in 1982, I just kept that stage name. I was a blues guitar player in Mississippi. And I'd run out and do my little guitar solo, and people in the audience that knew me would go, that was Killer Bees. And the people nice. that didn't know me thought they were saying that was Killer Bees on guitar. So that's uh, that's how the stage name came about. That's a great thing. We both do stand-up. Neither of us have a stage name. So that's a, everybody on the show tonight has a stage name. We got Tough. We got Catfish. Mm-hmm. We got Bees. Um, nothing with us. So. Yeah, I'm lame. We got to work on that. <laughs> It's not a good stage name. I'm lame is not a good stage name. <laughs> I do like that tagline, though. That's killer bees. Yeah. That's <laughs> and that's cool. how it happened. So, but I'm funnier than I am musical. So there's that. Well, and she says that's a great tagline, but that's not your tagline. That's another thing. Sometimes people don't necessarily know your name, but they know your tagline. So you t- tell everybody uh, what, for, what. For years is. and years, decades, it has been save up. 
<laughs> I grew up in Mississippi, and I'll ask audiences if they've ever been to Mississippi. If not, save up, go for that second honeymoon. <laughs> I tell them, I tell them there's a restaurant in Jackson that is so cheap there's no shakers on the tables. The middle of the room has a salt lick. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the menus were scratch and sniff. <laughs> then I tag it with so is the waitress. So. <laughs> Get some insight into the genius. Absolutely, yeah. So that, that was funny because uh, John, the the guy that uh, the the Mad Hatter, who's kind of like this guy that nobody's ever sees, because I'm like the face of Mad Hatter shows, uh, told me he's like, "Hey, we're looking into to doing some shows with Killer Bees," and I was like, "I'm gonna look him up." And it like I'm watching for a little bit, and I was like, "Wait a minute." Like, you remember the days of Napster and Grokster where you could, like, download clips and you would, you know, you didn't necessarily what you get. It would say, like, Southern Comedian that's funny or whatever. I'm like, this is the Save Up guy. Like, I had heard you years ago. And I didn't know you by name. So that's, uh, you know, um, that's, a, that's a funny way of, uh, you know, we work with a lot of people that are famous. Like, you're that guy. So that's. Uh... Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, you know, you know how it is. You meet people all the time that tell you they went and saw a comic somewhere and he was great. And you always go, well, who is it? If they can't remember, you go, well, what did he say? Right. And so that's a good way that we often brand ourselves. You know, people will remember a catchphrase or whatever. That's great. <laughs> 41 years. It's fun, man. It's a hoot. So, uh, uh, heading up to uh, doing a lot of y'all's gigs, and, and this is my first time to work with you cats, but everybody's been great following up with emails and with the uh, coordination and planning and stuff, so I'm looking forward to it. Well, we're putting you in Kentucky. I'm sure you're familiar with performing in that state, uh, Oak Grove, and the night before, Louisville, So, and I'm sure you Correct. pronounced Louisville correctly, uh, you know, being from the south there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, man. And I've played. I've played Louisville, Louisville before. It's way back in those timey days, and uh, have been around. You know, forty-one years. You cover a lot of territory, so I like. Uh, I like that area, and um, I've, I've. I think I've worked all but eleven states so far, okay. and so it's a, a, just a treat to get out and do shows, man. And, and you know how it is, dude. If you can connect with that audience and make them laugh and smile, you know that makes your day. Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to the times when you suck, which which <laughs> which people don't get this if they're not in the business. There is always a hell gig waiting on. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, always. That's part of paying the dues. Is it can always happen. So. And our goal so, is for hell gig so and mad hatter shows to not be in the same sentence. So we got we're going back to places we've already been. The LRS102.com studio in Louisville, uh, which is uh, near downtown, is where we're going to be. And then the American Legion in uh, Fort Campbell in Kentucky there at Oak Grove. So uh, that's uh, the, the two gigs, January 20th and 21st. Those tickets are at madhattershows.com. Uh, just worked with Steve Heitner uh, uh, there at the end of the year. Um, he was able to name drop a little bit. He's got years and years just like you. He, uh, he was, when he first started, uh, MCing for Eddie Murphy. Uh, wow. Date yourself with some names. Who are some of the guys you worked with in the early 80s that uh, some of our folks know who they are? Wow, Drew Carey, Sinbad. Uh, you know, the first headliner I ever worked with was Sinbad, and our nice. birthday is the same day, November 10th. Uh, wow. Of course, me and Foxworthy and Cable Guy and Ingball, we've all been buddies for like three or 400 years. <laughs> so with all those cats, Rodney Carrington, Carrot Top. Carrot Top was my opening act way back in old timey days down in Tampa. 
And you have to hit the stage running when you follow a carrot exactly. top. Exactly. I mean, whiz. That's great. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it is now. <laughs> so what's the difference? Uh, my state when everybody's still getting shaving cream and feathers <laughs> or whatnot off of them, it wasn't as much fun. But he's a great kid, man. We still stay in touch. Right. Well, tell us about the transition to Moonshiners then. That's a little bit a little bit different. Well, it's, it's... Man, it was so cool. I was doing a performance in Bristol, Tennessee. It's been seven years now. And got a hit on my Twitter feed of all things. And it was yeah. from Mark and Digger, which are two of the main characters on the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, they hit me up on, tw- on my Twitter feed and they said, Bees, it's Mark and Digger from Moonshiners. We saw you 20 years ago at Zany's Comedy Club in Nashville. We're big fans. You're in our neck of the woods. Come see us. So for one thing, that in itself is a testament of stay in it. Mm -hmm. So something that I did 20 years past came came to, to fruition by them seeking me out. So I went and hung out with them and hit it off with them. Digger, that character, has that nickname from working in funeral homes. And I used to work in the funeral business in old-timey days as well. And this is one thing, by the way, real quick. When I worked at the funeral home, we owned a 911 ambulance service. That's the way they did it wow. way back in, the, in old-timey days before municipalities took over. Right. And we get so much blowback people tell us you're cutting out the middleman (laughs) all that sort of stuff but i was the youngest person in the state of mississippi to have that gig i was 17 years old i was a a senior in high school my my partner and i were the young guns he was 18 i was 17 i was the guy that worked on you in the back now imagine that you get something (laughs) happens you get a leg turned around backwards or whatnot and i show up and my partner, we were the little guy, so I became an absolute virtuoso at talking people into getting into the ambulance on their own. <laughs> you know, I'd be like, what do you weigh? Wow, 380 pounds, that is awesome. Can you crawl over there and get in that ambulance? <laughs> yes, I'll hold your beer. It's so, probably a good thing they weren't calling you killer back then, though. You right. got the ambulance and the uh, the funeral services. Like, that's there's too much going on there. That's... How you? How are you around blood? Were these people ever like seriously injured? And <laughs> oh yeah, it was all it was all of the trauma that nine one one first responders have to deal with, and it was really cool because I worked every other night and every other weekend, and the school I went to waived the tardy rule because I would be on active calls often early in the morning and not get freed up. And I had an English teacher that was hip enough that would have me come to the front of the room and explain why I was late. Now, to me, at the time, it was just rock and roll, man. I got to go up front and tell all this gnarly stuff. You know, I was a little rock star. All my high school was like, woo, woo. But the thing that was cool about it is, and in retrospect, it was very cathartic for me to spill my guts on what I had been through the night before because there's not a lot of happy endings or uh, (laughs) jovial stuff that happens during these emergencies. So so that was really kind of a neat thing that I didn't understand at the time, but he did me a big solid by letting me verbalize the things that I had seen and, and not just ingest them and keep them in there. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, one of the guys that I've worked with uh, recently and actually has done some stuff with Mad Hatter shows is Jake Rubel. He's watching right now and says uh, he worked with you the one weekend. Do you remember that guy, the Vietnam Jesus? Yes, I do, man. <laughs> Jake Rubel's great, as a matter of fact. So I've been lucky, man. I've worked with some really cool cats, and uh, they've all taught me a lot. And you know how it is, too, man. We teach each other just, just by example. So, uh, so, so it, it's been a beautiful career, and I want to get another 40 years in. That would be great. Yeah, and if you guys have it, if you can't wait till you know, you're not in near Kentucky, you can't wait till then, uh, there's a lot of your stuff on YouTube. Uh, your website also has some of your comedy clips. Um, do you have a particular special or a particular era where you're saying, hey, if you're, if you're introducing yourself to my material, start with this? Well, I think the stuff that we have posted right now is all pretty solid stuff. Um, I've been pretty lucky that I'm a, as are all comics out there, we're pretty good communicators. So, and, and I also try not to put the sucky stuff up. <laughs> That's so a good plan. Just about, just about anything. And uh, I, I have a clean act. I do uh, the Grand Ole Opry. I've done 13 Grand Ole Opry appearances. But, uh, it, it, and it's funny. Look at I, that I'm jacket right there. Right. Look, there's me right there. Oh, that's funny. That jacket was made by the same, that's the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville. That The same guy that made Porter Wagner's clothes made that jacket. Yeah. Nice, so, nice. Yeah, so. Yeah, I've never had anybody ask me what I'm wearing at this, you know, like the red carpet when I do a comedy show. So it's, uh, it shows that you're you're farther along than me. You've got a designer that's uh, <laughs> coming up with your, your attire for that. Yeah, but I'm elderly, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want one of those jackets, save up. There, there you go. It all comes back to the tagline. Yep. Louisville, Kentucky, Oak Grove, Kentucky, January twentieth, twenty first. Go ahead and plug your website. Plug all your all your merch, all that kind of stuff. You got a few yeah. more minutes. Killerbees.com, spelled B E A Z, because we didn't know any better. <laughs> um, Facebook, uh, Killer Bees Comedy, B E A Z. And uh, I think it's Killer Bees Comedy on YouTube. I'm kind of on the other end of, of the um, of the corporation there. I'm the hands-on guy. Uh, and Moonshiners, Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock Eastern time. My, uh, my episodes will start airing, I think, in about another two weeks, and then I'll carry out through the rest of the season. So it's awesome. been just an absolute treat and a blessing and you know this it's a blessing to be able to make people laugh and smile for a living absolutely i mean that Mm -hmm. is the coolest thing in the world i get so much out of that and it is very satisfying hard to do as you know but once we get um our sea legs under us if we will it is an absolute blessing to get to do this well i've seen a lot of your clips now and uh, i don't think people are gonna have trouble uh, you know, seeing that you're capable of making them laugh on that weekend, so definitely looking forward to that. Um, I've got a I've got a hobby as a fan uh, where I collect selfies with uh, celebrities. So uh, the first second I meet you, I'll probably turn into fan mode, but then I'll, it'll be business after that. But that's uh, you know, don't don't be surprised if I'm just like, all right, we're doing this for social media because that's I, I will do that. That's 
Well, I'm look, I'm looking forward to it, man. This is going to be a hoot. I, and I'll say this to people who may not know, Mad Hatter is becoming quite an entity in the industry. So I'm glad to be be on board and be a part now. Awesome. Yeah, we only we only let the best come to Mad Hatter shows. So uh, welcome aboard. That's what, I, that's what I hear, man. So I'm pumped <laughs> up about it. We'll see you January 20th in Louisville and the 21st in Oak Grove, Kentucky. Awesome, man. Love Enjoy you guys. It. Thank you so much. All righty. Have a great night. Yeah, peace, brother. That's great. You know, it's not it's not often the like I'm not sure that Catfish Cooley's the nicest guy we're going to interview, but Bees is probably <laughs> going to give him a run for that. Like, this is we just what a what a very cool and generous guy. He's yeah. very humble too because yeah. that guy that guy is hilarious. Like legitimately, like I start you know like I was like oh yeah I know that guy. I just kept listening for the you know for the entirety of the special and just he's just solid. A, you can tell that he's been doing this a long time. He's a, a solid mm-hmm. pro. Quick minute. He's been doing it a quick minute. Awesome. So I heard another uh, doorbell. Do we already have our other guest? Or are we? Uh, uh, they we actually uh, bounced out really quick, so they they probably felt awkward. They were She's like, oh, no, we're the, early. We're, uh, we're going to go yeah, get some cigarettes, and we'll come back. So <laughs> that's uh, about to come back. I'll keep an eye on them. Do the cigarettes, not smoke them. <laughs> do them. <laughs> Killer bees, though. Uh, January 20th in Louisville, January 21st in Oak Grove, Kentucky, uh, madhattershows.com. Remember, we were talking about Louisville right before then, too, uh, a couple weeks later. Napoleon Dynamite. So love that. Louisville's such a great town too. There's a it lot. Is. There's a lot that can go on there. It's a lot going. On. We do a lot of stuff there. Louisville's big for us. Terre Haute, Fort Wayne, mm-hmm. uh, Indianapolis. That's mm-hmm. uh, Richmond, of course. Uh, we you've been on stage at Richmond with yes, us. I have. I we've, have. We've name dropped Richmond and embarrassed you there before <laughs> as well. So I, I was going to bring that'll that up. never happen again. <laughs> <laughs> but all over the place. So Indiana, uh, the, the, you know, Indiana, Ohio, uh, Illinois, Kentucky. We do a lot of shows um, there. But um, go to our website because you never know. I mean, we're especially with Ginger Billy, Donnie Baker, uh, the Hodge Twins. We mm-hmm. have become a national company. Mm-hmm. So we're coming to all over the place. Well, um, actually. It's a secret plot for world domination. The comedy is just a cover. It is. We're not there yet. I still work a day job. I still have the the 12-hour shift and the the gym before that. International super spy right here. Can't you tell I'm the honeypot? I don't know if that's why they called you honeypot, but that's... uh, where we're at. So you look on the bottom of the screen here, you're seeing a lot of these other cities, a lot of these other states. Uh, Donnie Baker is South Carolina and Georgia. So we're hitting the southeast uh, here in, in May as well. Um, he's coming to a lot of different states. we got several shows with him coming up. So, um, yeah, it's it's an all-star lineup of folks that work for Mad Hatter Shows. It is. They're really great. Like, you're going to laugh. You're going to have a great time. Don't doubt it for one second. I don't need your validation. No. I, I'm <laughs> I'm wondering about your tattoos, though. They're supposedly out of control. These are out of control? or Out you just... of control. This is oh. I miss you, and you're out of control tattoos. See, there are several that you can't see. And <laughs> Jake and I have been on the road together. Jake's worked with the Killer Bees as well. And I believe Jake's lined to me when I stripped down into nothing but shorts to go to sleep. He said, I look like an accountant that went to prison and had to get all those tattoos to fit in. Uh, that was 
thoughts? I think it's just your your demeanor. You're so kind. You're not like rude. <laughs> you know, though, I had 13 tattoos. I got them all between 2005 and seven. And back then, it was kind of a lot. Like I remember when I first moved to Carmel, I would walk around. I had the you know my legs are tattooed and stuff. And people would like walk across the street. You know, it was like I was the hood. You know, I was mm-hmm. like the the tough guy. Now that like 13's nothing. Like there's mm-hmm. like you know there's like dudes in Alaska getting their face tattooed now. Where's so your it's sleeves, not. Bro? Yeah, it's 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 nothing now. So. Jake you lost just, uh, your edge. You got old. <laughs> Jake just thinks I don't. I'm not cool enough to have them, and he's probably right. So that's. He's just jealous. I got divorced. I wasn't supposed to have tattoos when I was married, and so I got divorced, and I was like, put them all over. So that's what. Everywhere. I did. That's. Uh, put a tattoo on my tattoo. There you go. <laughs> another new name that's coming. I don't have a graphic for her yet, but uh, another like you know, Killer Bees has not been with us till 2023. Heather Land. April 28th, going to be in Burlington, Iowa, and nice. that'll be our first date with her. So uh, there's another one that, uh, and we got the on the TV where the, the ticker comes through and all that, uh, you know, all those uh, different things. So if you're keeping an eye on, on that bottom line while you're watching, you'll see some other names, but uh, definitely uh, with Napoleon Dynamite, with Killer Bees, with um, Heather Land, a lot of new faces in addition to the folks that we've worked with in the past. I love that. Everybody loves a fresh face, you know. Sometimes when you see people a whole bunch, you start to learn their routine a little bit. <laughs> if they're not constantly writing. So you're not as surprised. So it's always nice to get some fresh blood in there, you know. I even write new jokes every now and then. What? Like not a lot, but uh, yeah. So. That's actually one of my goals for the next year. It's like all freshy fresh. Come up with new stuff. Yeah, people used to call me the quiche guy because that was my first line, so I wanted to cut it out. But then, like, I would do sets, and people would be like, you didn't do that joke. And I'm like, well, you already knew it was coming. And they're like, so we like that joke. So now it's the same thing with the fluffer stuff now. It's, it's like, it's, it's, yeah, it's uh, apparently I, I, I have a limited appeal, and there's only certain jokes that have, have hit. So that's where we're at. I hope, uh, hope our second guest doesn't give up on us because uh, she was very early, but we allotted some time for her, so. Well, and, and actually, I'm not even sure who. Oh, there back. we go. Oh, oh, ding dong. She's back. There she is. Yay. You were like, you were early. You uh, you were right on time, and then you bailed, and we we're glad you're back here. Can you hear us, Kristen? Yeah, I barely, but yeah, I got you. You got it. Let me get my stuff. I'm I'm trying to be a hot take redneck. You know what I mean? I got to push these little butt stuff, you know? It's always like, that's why I always ask, can you hear us? Because it's, it's not, we don't take that for granted that you can or that you're you're the right angle or whatever, so. No, um, like I was just like, the house is a mess. Workshop, perfect. <laughs> well, we're doing new introductions. We were talking about some new faces in 2023. We got a bunch of shows with you. You haven't worked with us yet. It's We're happy to have you on board. We were just talking to Killer Bees, and we said only the best get to come work for Mad Hatter. So uh, welcome aboard. Well, I appreciate it. I'm glad to be aboard, and uh, I'm looking forward to it, to be honest. Great. Be some uh, – See some, well, I mean, I've been to those states, but, you know, I ain't, like, performed in them right, legally. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Neil. This is Kimmy. We're your co-host tonight. Uh, I'll be I'll be working some shows with you, so you'll you have to get used to this face a little bit. Um, but, yeah, is this considered the north for you, or is this your northern tour coming to Ohio and Indiana? I mean, that's a... Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so I'm still... In my mind, I'm still trying to get the concepts coming up there. Anything above Missouri, I'm like, mm. even halfway through Missouri, I'm like, mm. 
question. Basically, if I can't order through the drive-through, I ain't doing it. Right, right. Mm -mm. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> we have lots of drive-throughs in India. Well, I mean, I've been up north. I mean, I went to let's see, I went to Skavers, like a water skiing resort, and I've been to Ohio. And I mean, I've, I've been there. I just Ohio, I got a ticket for spitting on the sidewalk, one hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> um, That's ridiculous. That was stupid. <laughs> In Akron, Ohio. I mean, like, like it because it was so clean. Right, right. <laughs> and then I don't know. And then. Minnesota, like two years ago, was like I took my grandpa up to Mayo. We got stuck up there because of like a windstorm or a snowstorm. Mm -hmm. My dooley, I don't, I ain't familiar with this. My dooley <laughs> did what they call jail up. <laughs> you know, it's not, it doesn't snow where you're from, right? Huh? It doesn't snow where you're from, right? Like you're not used to that. I mean, it does, but we get like a quarter inch. And we're shutting <laughs> shit down. We're like, no, uh, uh. Mm -mm. Like, cause we got a lot of gravel roads here. So like bus routes and bus routes can't go, then, you know, we're not going. Mm -hmm. So like I went up there and he's like, that, that feller, how did he say it? Cause I left it and left the keys in it. Brand new, uh, LTZ Dooley. And I left it and, uh, got in the, I had to put my grandpa who's I brought, I brought him to mail cause he's sick. I put him in an Uber to get him back to the hotel. So he's not colder faster. He has no idea what's going on. I'm like, you just get in. He's going to drive you to Uber to the hotel. Papa, you going to get out. I'm going to tell grandma you're there. Mm -hmm. Well, I get in the Uber myself after I get a hold of the tow truck, man. And he's, I said, well, I said, you better come with the road back. He said, we mean, I said, hey, that three quarter ton long, long wheelbase got some rims on it. I said, <laughs> he said, where are the keys? I said, in the front seat. It ain't like somebody finna drive it off. Exactly. <laughs> he did what they call, uh, she, uh, she just, she just jailed right up on you, Miss Scott. He just jailed right up. Take <laughs> that 911 heat there and put it in there. And it, I was like, what? So it runs or like, I had no idea like what I even paid for. Right. <laughs> so is this the grandpa that you've got the song about? No, that was actually Different um, grandpa. my grandparents raised me. My, so like grandma and grandpa are, they're my, they're kind of like my mom, dad. Mm -hmm. Cause like outlaw and crazy Beth, I mean, like, like what did they think was going to happen? You know what I mean? Like, so great. It's about my great grandpa. Okay, right. and that's who's that's who's in the song then. Yeah, so his wife or unfortunately recently passed away, and I have a song. It's not called Grandma. I've I've grown a little bit as a songwriter since then, but um, it basically talks about like going home and um, having roots and wings. And sometimes you use too much of your wings and it costs you your roots a little bit, like moments after, you know, with your roots. Uh -huh. You gotta like find that medium, which I don't have. I'm either here at the house, like some hermit, like you would think I live out in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> but I have like 10 acres in the middle of town. So I'm either at my house and I'm not going outside, I'm not doing nothing. Or I'm like, okay, cool. I'm gonna go to Alaska, and I'm not gonna have phone service, so I'll just hit y'all <laughs> up when I can. And they're like, how you getting there? I'm like, all oh, this dude I met, he's super awesome. He's got a plane, so we're gonna fly. 
<laughs> we work with several comedians that have characters on stage. They have a different name or they have a nickname, and they're not exactly like they are on the stage. You are very authentic, are you not? I mean, you're... you're uh... Yeah, I'm a professional idiot. So the thing <laughs> is, is I'm smart enough to let people think I'm stupid. So that's I yes. have a very southern all, 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 draw. It's very, what do you, we wouldn't call it a... Most people would call it a. I'd say, say you have an accent. It's like more of a dialect, technically, because right, right. it's part of a regional. A twang. So the thing is, is um, I just let people think I'm stupid. But I gra- <laughs> I ran away two weeks before I was supposed to leave for medical school. So I have a double major: chemistry, biology, a minor in <laughs> physics. Like, I know how everything works. But I love riding horses, drinking whiskey, and I was like, man, I don't, I don't want to be a doctor. Of course, there's no going back now. <laughs> right. Well, you imagine. Doing, you're doing well for yourself. There are a million yeah, people yeah. plus. Like, hey, that... I'm Dr. Scott. What's going on? <laughs> exactly. They're like, we don't need you it. You propped us in a cup for starters, <laughs> and then you talked about it on the internet. <laughs> There are um, over a million people that wait to tune in to see when you post videos. Like, how does how does that even happen? Like, do you, do you remember how like it started to rise? I mean, that's that's I'll amazing. Exactly. Is this a, a is this a go with what you want to go with kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, yes. Am I allowed to drink anything? You can drink whatever. Uh, John, okay. John I just asked my question. So before we, I've had a little bit of a cold, you know. No, no problem. John just said, please leave your shirt on because you're known to, to not leave it on. And we're on Facebook Live. We don't want to get shut down. But that's otherwise, you're good. Say whatever you want. Drink whatever you want. Yeah, no, I will leave my shirt on. I don't want to put anyone to shame right now. <laughs> Turning down and bulking up, you know, getting in that good zone. But no, so... In all seriousness, I was breaking horses. I was working at a Western store. I was breaking horses, and I had about seven or eight horses, maybe, I was working on. And, I mean, I'm working myself to death because, like, I really never thought about, like, oh, I'll run away from med school, work at a ranch. Then the ranch, the ranch, the guy's the guy that I was, I was the manager, he put his, brought his son in who had worked at John Deere but never farmed decided to make him the ranch manager. Well, they were people who had enough money to want to play cowboy. And I told him, I said, when these come in, I've set up a separate pasture. They've got to quarantine for two weeks. What does he do? Puts them in with the rest of them. Uh, no. So, I, uh-uh, no. So I, I loaded up my horse that, that uh, they were all on ATVs and stuff. I loaded up my horse and my truck and left. I said, deuces. The dude was like, what's going on? I was like, well, uh, I'm leaving and I'm taking your daughter with me. So it's not like the song. You can't actually take the farmer's daughter. It doesn't work out very well. I did take her with me for about six, seven months. I don't know. She's all right. Anyhow, back to it. I got the flu. And I caught everybody, you know, each of these individual people. And I don't, I've never had the flu until then. And I haven't had it since. But I'm told I can't breathe, can't nothing. And I said, you know, your horses will still be exercised, meaning they'll be let out and this, that, and other thing. This week's worth of food, whether you're feeding, you know, $8 bag feed or you're feeding $40, 60 70 whatever, that's, you know, it's on me for this week. And people start texting and texting. I go nuts because I had my Facebook set to public uh, <laughs> because I wanted people to be able to see what I could do with a horse. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about 
In fact, I made a video and I said, I said, oh, I said, listen here, I'm sick. And I said, oh, you some bitches keep texting me. I'm sick. I feel like I'm about to die. I told you your horse was going to be exercised out of the seven I got. Maybe three of them don't belong at a damn glue factory. If you got a problem with it, come get them. I don't give a shit. And just da -da -da -da, post the video. It went viral. So as a joke, I was like, I should make a Kristen Tough Scott fan page. Right. Well, it hit like 3,000 people. Boom. And I was like, okay, well, you know, my life's pretty chaotic, interesting. Let's see what will happen. I don't know. I mean, I, I've had a lot of stuff. I mean, like, we've been through a lot together on my page. Like, Yeah, it's like yeah. it's almost like the, the Truman Show like, with you. You know, they're, they've been through a, a, a cancer diagnosis. They've been through, a, you know, a property dispute, oh. property line. I've been watching that lately. Like, like you know, it's, it's you're, you share everything with everybody. Oh, yeah. I didn't mean, I, the thing was, I didn't mean for it to be like that. It was just like, people found, like, I guess I'll take for granted that, like, I live in a place, like, in a town where I can, like, have chickens and, like, but not legally in town and just have them anyway and be like, okay. <laughs> and someone call and complain and I'd be like, I don't know who's complaining. And I'm like, they're not, I'm like, it's not my neighbors because I'm not going to name them, but I'd be like, so-and-so, 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 so-and-so buzz eggs from me. And I give them to Miss So and So, who's become like my granny, you know. Nice. I said, so they ain't complaining. This is just some thing. I said, and hypothetically, what are you going to come do? Like arrest my chickens? <laughs> you you gonna find you finna find me? My friend's chickens got a restraining order put against them. <laughs> what? I'm not kidding. In Pennsylvania. <laughs> They said little ten acres. Hey, you restrain chickens? They wasn't. They wasn't free range or nothing. They was in a cage. Oh, these were allowed to go out. They were on the neighbor's property one too many times, so they called the cops, and the cops wrote a restraining order for the chickens. <laughs> and she but had to police, pay a fine. I, I love police. I do. I, I back. I back the good ones because let me tell you, my, I've got friends that are police, and for they hate the bad police as much as we do. They do. I mean, I've seen, I've seen some stuff being from down here. <laughs> I mean, they something like there ain't nothing about a good cop hates worse than one that's like excessive force excessive whatever i mean like just because i like am helen does not mean that i've not seen a situation with whatever color you are and pulled out my phone you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah. because that's the easiest way today to just have literal there is no gray area this is exactly what happened yeah exactly so because i because i kept telling this this one filler he was getting arrested they was he first of all he was asking if he was detained, and they said no, so he went ahead and walked off. And then the cop grabs him by the wrist and throws him down, and he was, like, you know, screaming and stuff. And I was recording it, and I gave it to him, like his mama, to, you know, give to their lawyer and stuff. I was like, because I said, he, I said, you can hear it loud as day. Like, I brought out, I said, he says he's not detained. He says, thank you, sir, have a nice day, and walks off. But with the the police thing here is we got some that want to wear a badge around here and they want to Barney Fife around this little town. They don't want to do shit. <laughs> Sounds like my, so I uh, called about my some trespassers up here. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't want to, they didn't want to, they were like, it's a civil matter. I was like, no, no, no. The state of Arkansas, someone can survey my property if deemed necessary, but they got to show me paperwork. I said, but that is ain't nothing about going through my barn. Which, I mean, it doesn't sound like a big thing, but it's 6,000 6, square foot. 
Yeah. The barn is. They went through my barn, both the doors open, were like way out in the back part of my 10 acres and was like going through the fence. So I just came out with, you know, like my AR and was like, hey, I'm going to need all y'all to get up off my shit. <laughs> And they said the police said this is a this is a this is a this is a road this is a city public access road. I said not once you went past that house right there. No, sorry, I own all of it. And I'm gonna need y'all to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, was this on I Facebook Live too? Was this? Uh... <laughs> no, I told them chief police get the shit out of my driveway. Yeah, yeah, I live in a small town. There's too many people on either side that's rolling over. I live in a small town, too, and when I was 19 years old, before I lived there, my mother and I were held at gunpoint from the police because I was trying to learn how to drive a stick shift, and I got nervous, and I said, Mama, take the wheel. Like, I, I'm too nervous. I can't do it. Next thing you know, they've called for backup. We have five cop cars, all with their firearms on us, and my mom's looking for her license and registration. I'm like, Mama, put your arms in the air. And she's like, I'm looking for my registration. I'm like, Mama, put your arms in the air. And she's like, I'm looking for I said, Mama, they got a gun at your face. Stick your arms in the air. And she, hoo, hoo, hoo. And then uh, they asked if, like, we wanted a police escort out of town because our license plates were out of state. And then oh, my mom, yeah. turns out my mom dated, like, the chief of police or sheriff or whoever it was in high school. So she was like, well, you tell him Beth so-and-so says hello. <laughs> hey, my mom's name is Beth. But my mom dated terrible people. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> uh. Like, Madheadershows.com. You married a dentist, Beth. Like, you married a dentist and you messed it up, man. <laughs> Our website, madheadershows.com. We've got a lot of shows coming up with you. Terre Haute, Indiana, and Indianapolis just added. Louisville, Kentucky, Cincinnati, Richmond, Indiana, Fort Wayne. Uh, yes. All kinds of put and, and I was just talking to the woman in Red, at the Redmore in Cincinnati. She said as soon as they announced your show, people started calling and going, hey, is this real? Is she coming here? Would we get tickets? That kind of thing. Because um, I said I'd never go to a blue, a blue state, <laughs> not because of the thing, but because I can't have my second amendment with me. Right. Hmm. Is that a thing? I don't well, even know how Ohio said, works. Can you have him up there? That just goes right there in a little sheet you just you know, we'll say that that's part of the stage act. That's fine. That's, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get No, I mean, I just, I just carry it with me. You know what I mean? I got, see, here's the deal. A lot of people been asking, you know, tough all the, the belt and the suspenders. I'm like, I don't know if you can say this, but I'm like, it's 2023. They're raping everybody out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I might get somebody that got good outside that might come up to my ass. You can get a pair of suspenders and belt off me, but by God, you can have it. Because I'm telling you, I fight like a grown man, so... And you got to switch with you, so watch out. <laughs> no, I'm just telling you. I'm, I joke around with people about stuff shooting, and I know I got to keep my shirt on. And not a dog. I can, you know, I can, everything got rules. I get it. <laughs> but obviously, you're endearing yourself to somebody if you're hitting seven digits of people following to, to watch everything that you do. So, is that, does that get tiring sometime for you, or do you embrace that where, where you know, everybody is, is watching your every move? Well, I, I embrace it from a learning standpoint because I have a lot of friends who they didn't understand like why down here, like that we we're so big on this or we're so big on this, and like I explained to them, I'm like it, you know it's like it really is tradition. It's how it's how we've grown up. It's the way that our great grandparents learned that taught our grandparents, and I said you know. It only becomes an issue when it's a when it's a small-minded thing. When it's a small-minded thing, and it is not getting 
when it's not being handled or addressed mm-hmm. or, you know, or even criticized in some, in something, if it's a small minded idea, then, then no, we don't need to keep doing that. But you know what I mean? There's a lot of things we do that it's, it's harmless, but people are like, y'all are crazy. Like, why y'all? Cause, Cause that's what we do. I don't know. Why do we blow stuff up? I don't know. <laughs> because we do. Because it just seems like when the good weather comes out, the Lord has given us a good day yeah. to do beautiful things with. And you know what we've decided to do? We're got, we got to, you know what? We've got all this stuff set around all winter. We're going to burn it all in the middle of it. You know what? Uncle so-and-so got a few, you know, beers deep. And then now all of a sudden we're having to shoot contest and we're blowing stuff up. It is funny for people that aren't used to that. I remember the movie Boys Don't Cry came out when I was like, like right out of high school or whatever. And there's a scene where at the very beginning they're, they're, they're like, almost like they're skiing on the back of a, of a truck, you know, in the mud. And I'm like, do people really do that? And then all of a sudden you're seeing it in country rap videos and stuff, you know, like later it's just like, apparently that is a thing. That is what they do. That's the thing. And we live, so you were talking about snow earlier. Your daddy or anybody, somebody's daddy, we all, you know, everybody does demolition derby down here. I don't know why we do that either, but whatever. <laughs> I digress. They'll take a car hood and they'll weld seats onto it in a roll cage and five point harnesses and then in the snow whoever's got the biggest baddest truck they'll pull that car hood with you in a helmet i'm talking this is like ultimate okay. redneck play. <laughs> i'm gonna say that your rednecks are fancier than my rednecks because i was just put a helmet on my head and told to hold on like you know just we were on. going down actual roads though we couldn't oh, no, get we're, in we're like in somebody's yard in their field but there's like no chair oh, no. Or roll we was here. going through town darling like we could have <laughs> hit the house stop sign post stop we got them old school center mailboxes in the road you know where you just stop put your mail in and stop stop sign no we could have hit a car a car could hit us they was going fast so we flip over now if we's in the the best thing if you're in a field is to find the tallest hill and you get one of them long cow feeders on the rails, and everybody piles in. And when you know when you pile in, you got to put your legs around the next person. So you're relying on them people behind you to get out if stuff goes south. We call it a hillbilly bobsled. You might be 15 deep in that sucker. If somebody behind back there stalls, you ain't getting out. You're going to hit the tree or a car or tractor or whatever. We hit a cow once. <laughs> so if somebody's thinking about getting tickets to your show what are they going to see are they, t- are they hearing stories like this do you have punchlines? you doing music like how, how do you how do you describe your show to somebody that wants to know what it goes like all right so my show goes like i go out explain exactly how i got how i am like me as a person in general right. uh then we go with things that are bullshit and that's which where i left off just on a list, random, just get it off my chest. <laughs> then, um, thirdly, we need to speak about the fact I'm an equal, equal opportunity asshole. I make fun of myself for an hour, hour and 15 minutes. Like, nobody is, you know what I mean? Like, if I ain't talked about you yet, I'm fed to. <laughs> and I don't get all excited about it. It's just how it is. I'll tell you stories. Usually, I play a few songs at the end. You know, I give what I get. But yeah, I mean, we got I've got jokes that's got punchlines, but they're actual true stories. But mm. a lot of that's just I'm I don't have a filter. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're almost a humorous like uh, storyteller. You know what I mean? Like you know? you, either you can take it or you can't. You know. <laughs> and, uh, nice. So have you done music since since you got famous, or have you always been uh, dabbling yeah. in music? 
have always been dabbled in music. Yeah, or is this something that's new actually, since you had a, a fans? Actually, sang first. Okay. Um, and I mean, I've always been like that funny kid in class. If you got ADHD and you're loud, you're gonna be the funny kid in class, whether you mean to or not. Um, Mama didn't want to put me on medicine to take away all that energy the good Lord gave me. So yeah, so it started with that, and then I decided I wanted to learn how to play guitar. I did. And then I started singing, but I had stage fright, something awful. Okay. So it turned into like funny, and then I felt comfortable enough to play through the internet. And then when I went through, I did my first my first show was it. We had two back to back sold out at Zany's, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sang, and I wasn't even nervous. And I mean, I would get nervous to sing for like people that weren't even listening. You know, like you know what I mean. In that kind of scene, where like you're just there to whatever, and nobody's really listening to you except for like your mom or your grandma, and they're like, "Hey, be up there, look at." Yeah, we're seeing uh, in the background one of the you know you, you go live a lot and you debut new songs and all that. And actually, for somebody that's that's a funny person, you've got a real pretty voice. Like that's uh, she was listening yeah. to music on the way up. Like I was that's listening to your um, music. so. I mean, it's uh, which which do you enjoy more? Well, let me start with you sing and talk. <gasps> oh, catfish is booming in. That's my boy. <laughs> Anyways, um. <laughs> So I enjoy both. Anything that brings happiness, I'm all about uh, mental health awareness because I come from a small town where we don't believe like depression's real, anxiety, all that stuff. And I deal with both. So I make it uh, apparent that we, as people, th- these are real things, you know what I mean? So anything that makes people happy. So if I feel like singing, I sing. And if I feel like joking around, I just make people laugh. Either way, it's a good time. But let me tell you, you sing and talk with two different parts of your brain. That's why. It's like it. That's why you can pull them off, uh, both of them. Well, that's awesome. There's uh, eight shows that we've got with you coming up. Uh, MadHatterShows.com is where to do that. You're Kristen Tufscott, T-U-F-F, on Facebook. Where else uh, else do you want to plug for people to come check you out and and click on videos and get you some checks? Shoot, you can dang near find me on anything. YouTube, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. I don't know, all of it. It's just Christmas Scott. You're everywhere. Awesome. <laughs> well, we're definitely looking forward to uh, having you join the the Mad Hatter group. And, uh, yeah, yeah it's, uh, you're in company with guys like Killer Bees and Donnie Baker, who you're doing some shows with, and I'm Catfish Cooler. So, so, so to open for Donnie Baker. That's gonna be great. That's gonna be awesome. Honestly, he's doing some characters that night, and uh, so when he's uh, switching off to different characters, you're gonna be on the stage. So I mean, it's almost a co-headlining gig. You can call yourself open for him, but it's uh, like I'm so I I had no idea Donnie did like like, that. He did all these other characters mm because I just I forget that everybody's not like me and just an idiot. You know, it's like let me just some people have to try hard to be an idiot. That's. So we have to, to dig deep for their inner idiot, but uh, no, it's a, you seem uh, seem like you're going to be a lot of fun. I look forward to to meeting you and working with you. And thanks for checking in with us tonight. Yeah, you're. Oh yeah. Hi, it's nice to meet y'all. Thanks yeah. for checking in with me. And also, why you tell Catfish I love him and all that? Okay. Absolutely, yeah. we will. Don't touch that. Oh.
it was nice meeting y'all, and I maybe look forward to talking to y'all again sometime. I don't know how this works. That would be great. We, uh, we, we've we had some repeat people before. I think you're on the, the list of folks we'd like to have back. So definitely, uh, definitely. Uh, first show is the middle of February. So madhattershows.com, uh, February 17th, 18th, Louisville and Cincinnati that weekend. So uh, we're definitely fun. looking forward to it. Time to get a bunch of new fans. <laughs> There's still well, room on that not, bus. People, that's one thing. I don't have fans. I just have friends I ain't met yet. There you go. Awesome, that's awesome. Well, glad we're anyway, new friends. Thanks for stopping in. Mm-hmm. See ya. It's been a fun night. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've got uh, it's just it's a it's three separate uh, folks coming. It's 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 like southern uh, southern comedy night now. Yeah. We got uh, we went from Killer Bees to Kristen Tough Scott to you, and Kristen loves you. She wanted to make sure we told you that. That we sent you. I absolutely love Kristen and Kristen. Hello, girl. Good to see you, baby. How you been? Yeah, unfortunately, I think we're we're not set up to like have everybody together at one time. So like, like she's gonna have to like like chime back in later and say, "Hey, I'm doing fine," and then you chime back, and we can't do it that way. But uh, we'll. Uh... <laughs> so yeah, she's. Talk- How y'all doing, brother? Good to be back on here, my friend. Better than you lately. You posted online you were sick. Cause we're glad you're back hey, and smiling. I'm, I'm feeling good. That was my third round of COVID so far, and I'm so proud to say that it came and went, by God. Yeah, it's like when people say, hey, COVID's not real. I'm like, I know a guy that gets it, like, all the time, so it's totally real. Like it's <laughs> Yeah, 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 I get it all the time. <laughs> You're invincible at this point. You'll take a little like, blood and inject it. I was like, my smell and taste kind of went. The second time, I had fever. This last time, I'm just proud I made it through it, by God. <laughs> <laughs> was the first time when you got it out in Oklahoma when you were with us? Was that the first time or was that the second? Uh, yes, I did. Yeah, that was the second time. That one was bad, too. Yeah, that's uh, we, we... That was with y'all. That was with me, and I didn't catch it. So that's that's uh, Andrew Khan was there, and it was you, and it was uh, he was he was down for the count for a little bit too. Yep. Cause we had to reschedule him, and um, yeah, yeah. I remember I actually got pulled over by a cop on the way back, and when he walked up to the, the truck door, and I rolled the window down a little bit. I was like, hey, brother, those four people with COVID in here. And he's like, hey, are you catfish cooler? I was like, yeah. And he was like, well, let me get a selfie. And he got a selfie. And he was like, be careful. I was like, you too, brother. You know what? You could write that catfish coolie worth COVID. Yes, yes. Worth COVID. Oh, man. That is awesome. So, yeah, we did some shows with you when you were storytelling, telling jokes and being silly. And uh, then you decided, hey, I want to go be good at something else. And now you're doing music. Like, what's that transition been like for you? I did. It was a a scary jump. You know, a lot of people don't realize it. But, you know, back six, seven years ago, whenever I quit my job, um, you know, I didn't have any idea what I was going to be doing. I had somewhat of a social media presence, probably around a million followers collectively all together on everything and uh i started you know going and mc and opening up for a lot of the country rap guys and i've been friends with them throughout the years and you know kind of one thing led into another got into comedy toured with ginger and andrew and gordo loco darren and you know did a shit ton of shows did a lot of shows with donnie and uh absolutely loved it you know and uh got to a point where I just didn't feel comfortable on stage anymore through some 
you know, personal endeavors I went through, through management and other shit. And, you know, I always like to test myself and push the boundaries on what a fella can do in this practicing the rap stuff and hell I started calling all my buddies and letting them listen to it they're like where the hell have you been I was like I'm coming baby <laughs> isn't that wild that some people they have a crisis or they get I've burnt out on something and they just the leave I've ever made the last two days <laughs> being sick from COVID it's the craziest shit i ever seen yeah, it's wild. I mean, some people, they, they, they take off when they get discouraged. You just go into something else and start doing well with it, too. So that's... Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm more comfortable on the bottom, I've noticed. If things are going good and I got some money in the bank, I'm nervous as hell. I'm like, something <laughs> bad's going to happen. You know, if I'm on the bottom and I got to grind and go back to work, it gives me something to look forward to it. I'm the most positive some bitch on the face of the earth. My God, <laughs> this has been this has been a really fun show because I said you know, like like I'm not used to a lineup where Catfish Cooley's not the nicest guy on there, but Killer Bees is giving you a run. I don't know if you've met that guy before, but it's just like like never got to meet him personally. I love his content though; he's wonderful, brother. But you are like you probably the most down to earth person that we, I've ever worked with. It's just like you know what I mean. Like there is no like well, hey, I, I got four million man. people following me. You know. You 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 treat me like I got five million following me. That's a, that's a, a a great thing. So so your next show with us is actually a music show. That's you and Big Murph. Are you are you doing some stuff by yourself on stage, or is it all your stuff from your Milf and Cookies album? Or what what, what can people expect? Uh, mixture of me and Big Murph, one of my best good friends, and uh, we got I think we do six or seven songs from the album. He does five or six songs, and I do five or six of my songs. It works out to a really damn exciting show, to say the very least. That's awesome. Y'all get to watch yeah. Fat Boy get up there and sweat for a solid hour, hour, <laughs> ten minutes. I can tell you that. Uh, who did <laughs> that's that? My biggest, that's the biggest thing I love about the music. You know, I like writing the songs. I like getting them made. I like the videos. I like all that. But actually getting them performed on stage and then get off stage and hang out with everybody after mm -hmm. that energy and hanging out is the comedy was amazing i'll say it takes more balls to get on a comedy stage than to get up there and perform music it's it, it's different but something about the music it makes you feel just connected with everybody yeah. and the shows have been an absolute blast so far and it's something i'm looking forward to for many years to come we just saw that clip of ginger billy popping back out and he does a, a rap song every now and then too so hey, it's something that you guys get down can... with it people <laughs> people be sleeping on ginger with it but ginger gets that he got more damn music video views than anybody in the fucking rap game <laughs> but when, when are you guys going to record together hey we, to we need to work on it he's mentioned something about it i've mentioned something about it i'm I'm sure that the, the stars will line up one day and me and Ginger Billy will drop a banger for y'all for sure. Well, that Backwoods Beat sounds like something that would have been on a West Coast album in like the mid-90s or something. So how did how did you get hooked up with that, whereas, you know, it's not it's not really country-themed or inspired? I don't know. I feel like I've been doing this stuff for 20 years, but I've only been involved with it seriously for about a year and a half. Wow. And I don't think people understand the commitment and the time I've dedicated to this. I don't have friends no more. I don't have a life anymore. I have 100%. I built this studio. And in a year and a half's time, I probably made 100 plus songs. Wow. I got probably 15 of them I'm proud of. <laughs> 
and I can't wait for everybody to hear this shit. I got a lot more than that. I actually got enough. I was looking. I don't know if I want to drop singles all throughout the year. I got enough shit. I could drop two or three albums right now. I, oh, wow. I got to figure out exactly how I want to do it, you know? So, Catfish, thank goodness for losing your job, huh? Hey, I'm telling you, I actually didn't lose my job. I quit. I quit. All right, so here's my question. It took that motivation to get you now to be doing music for people who are out there just kind of kicking around a dream in their head, don't know what to do. What's your best advice? Go. Nobody's ready for anything. Nobody's ready for their first relationship. Nobody's ready for a house commitment. Nobody's ready for a baby. You want to get ready for something? Go get you some child support. Get some bills you can't really (laughs) afford and a job that you got to damn be there early every day to keep from getting fired from and you'll grow in this life i'm telling you there you go put yourself under pressure don't get comfortable getting comfortable in life is one of the worst things anybody can do that is the quickest thing that leads anybody in this world to depression i figured it out yeah and uh it's crazy man john was talking the other day about you know i've had my moments with you know mental health being in the entertainment industry being you know a comedian we put ourselves in bubbles you know after you do this shit for four five six years you think you're not new anymore you hold yourself to a higher standard that nobody else gives a shit or judges you on but we do it to ourselves and then we get depressed and we hate ourselves and we think we're losers and everybody's like y'all go talk to somebody and get some help but everybody that's out there that's like me that's an entertainer we don't want to go get help because we're scared if we get fixed, we won't have that spark to us no more. Yeah, you're not going to be so who everybody loves. I've been an entertainer, y'all. I mean, we thank y'all. We love y'all. We wouldn't be here without y'all. But we go through some shit that y'all never mm-hmm. know about, by God. Mm-hmm. Well, what's and nice is... It makes it all worth it. We appreciate yeah. everything. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're thinking maybe you don't have anybody you can talk to, but you got 3.9 million people you can talk to. You just have to go live, and then you're going to get a check later. Like, that's a, that's a nice thing to have. Yeah, I'm you know, telling you, though, whenever you sit here and you don't talk to nobody, you're like, man, nobody likes me. And then I leave the house and go to the store, and everybody's like, oh, catfish. I'm like, maybe I'm not a loser. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> Well, definitely, anybody that's enjoying this interview, we had you on last year. You should uh, hunt that out uh, anywhere that good podcasts are played, even on the Facebook page. We had a, probably a 20-minute or 30-minute interview with you previous. Um, we covered a whole lot of stuff. So uh, I mainly just wanted to talk today about about rap. So, uh, you know, uh, what, what can you tell us about what's coming up for you? I mean, obviously, the tour, February uh, 10th and 11th, we're going to have you in Indianapolis and Fort Wayne. Back-to-back nights, uh, you perform with Big Murph. Um, are you touring all year? You do more albums? Like you, you mentioned uh, dropping singles. Like, what, what's next for you? We're getting shows set up now. We've got uh, several. we got uh, the new Hicks on the block. It's going to be uh, me, Big Murph, uh, Boy FJ Outlaw, Jamie Ray, Rich Regal. Uh, a lot of people don't know it yet, and uh, FJ Outlaw just made a single called uh, Cornbread that we've done. Uh, it's getting mixed and mastered right now. The video's filmed, edited. Thank you, Breadwin from Trailer Made. He's a absolute beast. The entire Trailer Made crew in Florida, Target, Dolls Dirty, Simple Man, Joe Sticks, Cindy Sticks, like everybody. They're awesome down there. Uh, got another video that i just recently recorded that i wrote a song for my wife called hurricane 
it's about to come out. Both of them will be singles. And then after that, I got to sit back and look at all this music I got. I'm thinking about releasing my first actual solo album. So nice. we'll see. And then go from there, brother. But I'm looking to for sure release one, maybe two albums this year. And a pile of singles. Yeah, it sounded like 2023 is going to be a great year for you. It is. Yeah. It, it feels good, too, because for the last solid year, it looked like I've been doing nothing on social media, you know? And uh, I've been working my ass off and spent every dollar I've ever saved up put into this actual dream, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm about to find out if it's going to pay off or not, you know? I got a shit ton of songs piled up. I got a lot of music videos that's ready and getting ready to drop. And we're going to see how it does by God. And either way, I love it. And I'm going to keep doing it. It's, it's something I'm passionate about. And it, you know, it's like the passion I found when I first got into comedy, it was a challenge and nobody's good at nothing right off the bat and daily progression and see how far you can go with it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if history is any indication, don't bet against catfish Cooley cause he's probably going to become that good at whatever he does. <laughs> Daddy told me when I was a real little fella, if you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. I got very tough. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome, Catfish. You're on uh, all the social media stuff, just like I was asking Kristen. You know, basically anywhere you go, somebody can find some videos of yours, right? Is there anything you want to plug or any direction you want to send people besides just uh, to our website to buy tickets? Oh, you, know, you can find me anywhere uh, Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, YouTube. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Don't even actually know what my TikTok name is. I got to get on there more. But, uh, oh, there's going to be another show called Days of Fire. It's going to be in Ashland City, Tennessee, in uh, September 29th and 30th of a two-day event. It's going to have uh, music. It's going to have a monster truck show. They'll have, uh, like, a big haunted house thing. going to be camping, live music, and food. Vendors is going to be cool, you know. I think the first night I'll be performing with Murph, and the second night I'll be uh, hosting and uh, emceeing the monster truck event. So that's going to be a cool damn show. That will be great. So February 10th and 11th with Mad Hatter shows, and maybe something else down the road. We're not we're not done with you yet. Like we, uh, you know, you said you were retiring from comedy, and we're like, fuck it, we're still going to keep booking this guy. Let's, uh, you know what I mean? Let's uh, let's keep working with him. So we, yeah, we love I you guys. Y'all very much, brother. Yeah, I truly do, and I look forward to getting to hang out with you again. Absolutely, and uh, hopefully you don't go home sick this time. So that's uh, you know that's uh, no. I'm gonna stay loaded up on vitamin C and zinc. COVID gets <laughs> my ass. We're about to have fun. Nice. <laughs> awesome. February 10th, Irving Theater. February yeah. 11th, uh, Pierre's in Fort Wayne. We'll see you there, Catfish. Yeah. Hey, we'll see you there, brother. Nice meeting you again, ma'am. Y'all yeah. have a good night. I love y'all. Y'all stay classy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, February 10th, bring your sweetie, early Valentine's. Who doesn't love to laugh with the people they love? There you go. Yeah, and, and actually, uh, his wife is incredibly sweet as well. I got a chance to meet her. Um, we're probably going to have her on a podcast at some point, too, because she's, uh, she's become famous in her own right, being being his wife and, and doing her modeling stuff. So um, it just they are like the coolest, funnest couple that you will ever meet. So um, February 10th, Indianapolis, are you going to be there? Uh, potentially. Can I put you on the spot since we're live right now? I, I, potentially, I might also be in California because I'm going to Cancun shortly thereafter. Cancun, that. and you were talking about being in Utah before. Like we, exactly. We can't pin you down, but uh, 
not exactly. It's 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 the beauty of the life on the road. <laughs> For those of you that are not living the exotic life of uh, Kimberly Walsh, uh, we encourage you to go to MadHatterShows.com and find some shows near you to come out to. Uh, John's popping up. He's been leaving messages up on the screen. Apparently, we're able to announce the Bobcat Goldthwait shows coming in, in oh, April. Nice. So. Um, it looks like you're going to be able to buy tickets for Fort Wayne and Indianapolis through our website. Um, I think he's going to be in the area. Um, so uh, announced soon is what it says. Uh, but we just did it now. So that's uh, <laughs> let's hope that the, the so it's let's hope that the, this deal goes through because otherwise we're going to look like assholes. But uh, that's uh, <laughs> when as a comedian, when do you not? Though? I feel like <laughs> that's your job as professional a hole. Just like. <laughs> Well, let's do a real quick rundown, then, of what we've covered. We ran a little bit later than normal, but we wanted to get all three guests in here. So uh, coming up in two weeks, or less than two weeks, Killer Bees in Kentucky, Louisville, and Oak Grove, Kentucky. Uh, We don't have the openers announced yet, so we just come out for Killer uh, Killer Bees here uh, for, what's he say his name was? Truett? Truett Beasley? Uh, Yes. Yes, it is Truett. Yeah, I wonder. You probably have to be like one of his best friends to call him that. Like that's uh, maybe, or just known him before he became killer. I guess that's the <laughs> the thing. But uh, Killer Bees, June uh, January twentieth and twenty first, and then two weeks later, we're staying in the state of Kentucky for Napoleon Dynamite Live. Um, that's gonna be amazing. Yeah, I, I'd ask you to come here on that too, but you're probably gonna be in Europe or something. So that's uh, um, come out and see Rico and uh, and Napoleon and Pedro. Um, get your picture with them. Uh, ask them some questions. Hear me ask them some questions. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to dress as stylish as those you guys should, and blend in a little bit. That's, they're all looking studly. Any one of those guys could ask me on a date, and I wouldn't be like, no. I'd be like, okay, what do, what are we gonna do? <laughs> so. Are, are, are you normally extremely picky? Is that? Uh... I feel like I used to be very hung up, but now I'm way more relaxed. Way more relaxed. All right, guys. Uh, if you're interested Line in Kimberly, up. you can message the Mad Hatter podcast page, and we will forward things on to her. Yeah, just send over your 2022 tax return. And... There's always a catch there. <laughs> So that's what's coming up in February. And then the mid-month, we've got Donnie Baker, uh, the 17th and 18th in Pennsylvania. And that's the first weekend we're going to have Kristen Tuff Scott. So um, check out if you're if you're in, in Pennsylvania, come out and, and get your Donnie Baker tickets. We'll be in Altoona and, and Williamsport. Um, we're starting with Cincinnati and Louisville for Kristen. And, and this whole broadcast, we've had the different dates and cities popping up there. We've got eight total with her, including two we just announced today. Um, so if you're in the Midwest, there should be something. Uh, that's reasonable driving distance to, to come out and check out Kristen. Mm-hmm. Um, we may have more shows as the year goes on, but uh, we definitely have those eight in store for you. And uh, Ginger Billy tickets as well are going to be available. Heather Land tickets are coming. Um, it's just uh, amazing what we've got going on. Bobcat Goldthwait now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we usually do that rundown at the end. We're going to spare people the rundown. We'll do the rundown next time. We'll give somebody to look forward to with the, the videos in the background. We've been here 75 minutes. We appreciate all of you that have been here for any of this time. You're re-watching it. You've been watching it live the whole time. Some of you guys have been leaving freaking comments this entire right. time. We'd love to see Sandy uh, Resk uh, posting here, too. Check out Sandy on the scene on Facebook. Uh, my T-shirts, uh, Champagne Urbana Comedy. Shout out to those guys. I got this shirt from Jesse Tuttle. Uh, there's uh, so many things out there that we're affiliated with. We know a lot of great people. We have a lot of fun. And we would love for you to follow us on Mad Hatter Shows, the page. Follow our podcast. Go to our website. Come mm-hmm. to some shows. You can see 
a lot of people are figuring this out. So yeah, it's great. I told you, world domination. Comes world domination. Cover. We're gonna be back in two weeks. Um, our guests for that podcast are tentative. Uh, but uh, I do believe we're going to have Big Murph here, who is actually co-headlining those shows with uh, Catfish Coolies. So we would love to see you here on the 24th. In the meantime, uh, check out our old archive. Go to our website and, uh, you know, stay just happy. have fun. Yeah, just be stay happy. happy. Be happy. If you can't be happy like like the three people we saw here tonight, even the ones that said, hey, I got mental health issues, like, yeah, have fun. Get into comedy. Watch comedy. Watch these videos. Um Life's too short. It is. All right. We'll see you next time, guys. See ya.